This is the podcast where we try new things on a weekly and monthly basis. Uh, I'm actually all by my lonesome uh, this week. Usually I have my co-host, Kyle, uh, but he is gone and unable to join me. So it's just me. We're doing a vault episode today. Usually we pick a new thing to try and give it a go. Um, But sometimes we just come across that there's some interesting things that we've done in the past that uh, we would like to share about that we can't obviously go and retry. Uh, That wouldn't have the same effect. So we're just sharing from our vault of experiences. Um, Today we are going to share, or I'm going to share, I guess, not we, uh, about hunting. And I do have a little assistant. You might hear her playing in the background. My little daughter is joining me while my wife is taking a nap, so if you hear some gurgling or some jingles, she's just playing with her play gym. But uh, yeah, let's talk about hunting. So I actually grew up in uh, the south of the United States, and uh, growing up, I always grew up hunting, uh, usually deer hunting. Uh, it's legal here in the United States. You have to get, you have to pass a few courses, like a hunter safety course. You need to. Um, have a few things as uh, in line as far as uh, being able to own a gun. Um, but uh, as a young boy, my dad uh, always hunted. He actually was, I was just on the phone with him the other day. He's uh, putting down some corn and getting his deer stands already. Uh, I'll go into all those details in a bit. Uh, so he's actually getting in the process of getting his, um, his land set up to go hunting. Um, but first, I want to talk about hunting in general. It's, it can be a little polarizing. Um, not everybody's a fan of hunting, and I totally under—I totally get that. I understand why. Um, so I want to just lay some stuff out right from the beginning. I personally am not a fan of sport hunting. So what sport hunting is, is hunting simply for the sake of trophies. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that. Uh, I, I love animals, um, and uh, for example, a lot, of, a lot of common argument is, well, if you love animals so much, then why are you, why are you killing them, or you know, you're hurting them by, by hunting them, obviously, um, and this is true. You obviously, it does end the animal's life, but we as a family are purposeful about only hunting for food. Um, I will say it saved quite a bit of money. Uh, economically growing up, we would, we would hunt. We also just like the taste of deer, uh, over beef. So growing up, I actually had deer instead of beef in the majority of my meals. So for example, spaghetti, lasagna, those sorts of things we would, uh, sorry, my daughter is laughing and giggling and it's just too cute. So it's very distracting. We would have, um, deer steaks growing up. So you kind of get the picture. We would try to substitute deer, um, in for beef as much as possible. That being said, we did not really participate in trophy hunting. I had, a, I did have friends or family friends that would uh, would do so. They would want, you know, the biggest rack um, on a buck, on a male deer. That's the antlers. That's what it's called. You would want the most impressive um, buck to mount on your wall or stuff like that. And that's just not how my dad taught me uh, and raised me how to hunt. Uh, I don't hunt as much anymore, but he still does, and he still does it just to fill the freezer. So it's not uh, necessarily... 
um, something that we do just for enjoyment of seeing uh, animals hurt or dying. It's it's to it does have a very practical purpose of putting uh, meat in the freezer so we can use that to feed our family. Now that being said, you still might not agree with me about hunting and the benefits of hunting, but that is uh, a okay. We can agree to disagree, and hopefully you'll hear me out on some of the the benefits and the experiences of it. Um, actually, contrary to what most people think. It actually gave me a really healthy appreciation of life and of taking seriously life and death. Um, in growing up, I did see a lot of animals die and you had to take care of the bodies. You had to um, remove like the extras, so the guts and different things. You had to skin the skin the deer and get the meat off of it. So uh, as, as a kid growing up and growing up into my teens, I actually did have a very healthy appreciation for for uh, what went into my food uh, it wasn't as simple as just you know the meat showing up on the on the dinner table there wasn't a disconnection of uh, where did this beef come from but it, it it makes you fully acknowledge that an animal had to die if you're going to eat meat um, and I, I understand from a lot of my vegetarian and vegan friends that's why they are vegetarian and vegan is they don't want to uh, cause that to happen but for the majority of people that do eat meat, um, that's one of the benefits for me growing up and seeing uh, animals having to give their life for me to have their their meat. Uh, it was it was kind of very impactful. Um, but it all the other thing, uh, maybe contrary to what people believe about hunting as well, is that it gave me a healthy appreciation and respect. Um, you could say fear of guns. Uh, so a lot of people I've heard from various people, you know, hunters are just gun crazy. Uh, people who hunt don't have a respect for weapons. You know, they um, maybe they are just casual about their, their gun ownership, which I really do take seriously. Guns in the United States. We have a lot of shootings, unfortunately. That's world news. My wife is from another country. is from Colombia. South America, and that's one of the things that they hear about a lot on the news is uh, is shootings, um, and it's not something to be taken lightly. So, without going into you know how I feel about gun laws and different things like that, I do think that hunting done well and responsibly can give you a very very um, healthy fear of of guns and gun ownership because it makes you treat that weapon with uh, a lot of uh, respect in terms of you have to be very careful. Uh, you do have to pass various uh, safety courses. And my dad in particular, he used to be a, a police officer before he became a fireman. And so he always taught me and my brother that you'd never, ever, ever point a gun in a direction that you do not intend on firing it. You never, ever walk around with a gun loaded. You never, ever treat a gun like a toy. You don't treat it casually. Uh, you take it very, very seriously because this is a very dangerous piece of equipment. And it's just that. That's the thing about a gun. It's it's not just something that you own. It is an, it's a very specific piece of equipment designed to do a very specific thing. Uh, and unfortunately, that's a very dangerous thing to have in the hands of someone who doesn't treat it with respect and with the, the fear that it deserves. So... Growing up, hunting was an interesting part of uh, my life. I actually went, was homeschooled. Uh, so for those that might not be in the States uh, or are not familiar with homeschooling in general, um, homeschooling is where your parents get certified, basically, and approved by the state to teach you at home. And it's 
uh, it's more common in the States now. With COVID, actually, there's quite a few people who do homeschooling. There was kind of a season of life where a lot of parents that were not usually um, doing homeschooling were forced to do so. So that was actually interesting to watch. But uh, being a homeschooler, you have a huge level of flexibility with when you do your schoolwork. You're not confined to going to school. You're not confined to doing it at a certain time. So if we wanted to go hunting, dad would just call, you know, uh, a field trip day, basically. And we would uh, either get ahead or catch up later on our schoolwork. And we'd take the day and go hunting. Um, So that was a pretty fun aspect of my childhood was going hunting with my dad because that was spending a lot of time with him uh, and just doing something that he loved, that he grew up doing with, with my grandfather um, and his brothers and his friends. Uh, so that was a very special part of my childhood was actually hunting and spending time with my dad, uh, in that way, as well as my brother. I have a younger brother, two years, two years, my, uh, my younger, uh, my younger, I don't know. I don't think that's how you say that. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that was a, that was a pretty big plus for me was it wasn't a solitary thing. Um, it was a very community oriented thing. We'd usually be meeting, you know, maybe three or four other families. Uh, Actually, one of my uh, friends growing up who who passed away when he was very young, unfortunately, in an accident, we would go hunting with him and his dad a lot. So I have a lot of really good memories of my my friend before he passed away when we were about 13, of all of us getting together and going on hunting trips and different things like that. Um, And so I have a lot of really fond memories as far as uh, my childhood goes uh, of hunting and spending time with with family and friends in that regard. Um, the other interesting aspect is it legitimately teaches you a lot about biology because when you hunt, you uh, obviously have to do something with the uh, the animal that you have you've killed. So there are places you can take uh, animals. So you can take them to like butchers, and they will. There's butchers who just do butchering of other uh, people's kills, basically, and they will. Um, They will uh, butcher the deer for you and then process it and turn it into ground beef and all those different cuts that you want. But my dad was pretty proficient at doing that on his own, still is, and he does it really well. So we would gut and skin the deer um, right there in the woods or when we got home if it was cold enough. Um, So I really, really learned a lot about uh, just how to – how well deer at least are put together um but it was really interesting because a lot of times you know we would i would maybe go once i got into college i was doing some college classes in high school and we would dissect dissect things and different things like that um in a scientific classroom setting and i had already done that uh, very much in a real way um and looking at different parts of the body and different things on on these deer uh, the reason I keep mentioning deer is because that was what we mainly hunted. We did a few other things like rabbit. We went on a few bear hunts. Um, but predominantly, just me and my dad and my brother, we would be hunting deer. Um, so, yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. It was a very educational side of things. Again, uh, with my upbringing, I was uh, raised um, in, in a way that tried to uh, or didn't try. It really did. Treated hunting with a lot of, uh, I would say, reverence and respect. It wasn't just this hobby. It wasn't just something that me, my dad, my brother did for fun. Um, even when I go down now uh, to to where I grew up, um, if it's around Thanksgiving time, which is around deer season, I'll I'll join my dad and you know toss toss anything that I happen to get uh, into their their freezer 
and uh, just kind of help them out in that way. Another really huge benefit is uh, it does allow you to give away uh, if you do have excess meat. So if you if you kill more than you're going to eat in a year, you are able to give it away to people. So you can be very generous in that regard. We would do that sometimes, maybe to someone who needed it, or to a friend. Just you know, get a special cut made some some deer jerky. You might hear my daughter. She's agreeing with me. She's looking. She's really enjoying playing with her little uh, toy set over here. So she's she's loving life. Um, but yeah, so that was that was kind of my experience of hunting, growing up hunting uh, emotionally, I would say, and just the the impact that it had on me as a as a young person. Um, now the practical sides of hunting. What does it actually? If you've never been hunting in the states, what does it look like to hunt? It's a very interesting. Um, fun question because there's a lot of different ways. So where I'm from in North Carolina, uh, which is on the East Coast of the United States, it's actually legal to what's called bait. So you can put out, uh, for example, a pile of corn on a deer trail, a known deer trail, and um, the the deer will kind of congregate there. And a lot of you who've never hunted is like, well, you know, what's the, what's the point of that? It doesn't seem very uh, difficult at that point. And truly, hunting is not necessarily difficult. Hunting is a patience game. So you are waiting a long time. You know, in the in the ancient days, you would actually stalk and hunt and follow trails and follow deer or animals to try to harvest for your family. But nowadays, you typically own a plot of land or you know someone who owns a plot of land and you would rent space or you would just set up a, um, a stand uh, a deer stand in a tree or maybe a ground stand so it has a blind and you're you're sitting inside of it and you just wait. Uh, usually you're waiting hours and hours and hours. Uh, you usually are not seeing deer every time you go hunting. It's very rare to see it every time. Maybe maybe you have a very populated land or maybe it's overpopulated in your area and you do see them, but that's not usually the case. Um, usually you're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. So it's a very... Um, therapeutic time uh, because you're usually by yourself you're usually waiting uh, and then you rejoin the community uh, after the hunt so after you're done hunting you would is when you get down and you, you get out of your ground stand yeah what's going on over there she is just if you can't hear her then you just hear me talking to myself and this is embarrassing but that's okay um so Growing up and hunting, you, you do spend a lot of time by yourself and you spend a lot of time waiting patiently. So when the deer actually does come, then you would obviously uh, try to hit it depending on the position of the deer and where it is. There's a lot of different places on the deer that you want to avoid. Uh, you don't want to hit it in the stomach because it will, it will just mix um, all those organs together. Uh, and we'll try not to be super uh, graphic here. We'll just talk about um, the general aspects of, of hunting. But typically, you'd like, you'd like to shoot the deer in a way that is the least um, harmful or damaging. And what I mean by that is you don't want the animal to suffer. So you, the goal is not to hit it and then watch it um, pass away. The goal is to, to uh, most hunters try to hit it very accurately so that the deer drops down uh, right where it was and, and dies very quickly uh, in the most humane way possible. Um, hunters that I grew up with had a very uh, big respect for the animals that they were, that they were hunting. 
um, and did not want to see them suffering, did not want to see them in unnecessary pain. Um, so, of course, there is tons of hunters out there who maybe would give the more bad reputation of not caring about the life of the animal, not caring why they're doing it or the sacrifice of the animal's life uh, in giving you food. But uh, I would say the majority of people that I grew up with, that was not the case. Uh, and still the hunters that I know today, that is not how they operate. So just as a positive side of things for those that maybe have a negative view of hunting, uh, we're not all bad. Uh, we don't all desire animals to just suffer and, and die um, for no reason. But uh, once you have actually gotten the deer, and depending on the, the gun that you're using, it may have run a little distance or it may have dropped right where it stands. It all depends on if you've hit it and how you've hit it. Um, but then you would need to drag them out of the woods usually, depending on where they, they died. And then you take it home and you clean it up. It's called dressing the deer. So you field dress the deer in the, when you're actually out hunting, you just take care of all the organs and stuff that might, um, might get rotten with time. And then you take care of the meat when you get back to your home. So in taking care of the meat, you would um, just make different cuts and and cut it up different ways for different types of uh, different types of food. So if you wanted some for ground beef, you might cut off you know the 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 thighs and the legs and ground that up for for different ground meat situations. Or if you might take out the back straps, which is a really tender area and use that for steaks and different things. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very, very involved process. Uh, it's a very, very involved uh, time. It's a very whole, not wholesome, holistic, yeah, way of, of uh, getting your food. You actually have to spend the time waiting for your food, um, actually killing it yourself, and then taking the time to process it, usually yourself as well, which gives you a lot more respect for uh, where your food comes from, even if you are buying it in a supermarket, because someone had to do all these things. And obviously that is one of the areas where in the States, there's a lot of contention on massive farming of, of meat in particular. So like the, the living conditions for the beef and the chicken and different um, places that are owned by massive corporations People are concerned because they they don't treat them with respect in a lot of ways. And so there's a lot of people that would say, you know, smaller farming is better. Smaller uh, harvesting is better of, of different um, products and, and animals and different things like that. And so there is an element to that in hunting is, is you can have a very healthy respect of your food and where it comes from uh, by the end of the day. But uh, yeah, that in a nutshell is the hunting experience. At least it was for me. I know that's probably not going to answer all of your questions. Um, but uh, if you ever wanted to hunt, the biggest thing I would recommend is going about it as right away as possible and learning all the safety and necessary things that you would need and possibly finding another hunter that you could go along with you um, because they're going to be the best one to teach you how to do that. Uh, but for now, I'll leave it at that. And, um, oh, I almost forgot. Kyle did tell me to mention that he has hunted squirrels. So uh, that's the only thing that he's ever hunted. <laughs> and uh, he needed to get an honorable mention uh, in that regard. And we can't wait to have him back. So 
if you've listened to this all the way through, um, it's not going to be as fun as uh, when Kyle was here with me because there's no uh, back and forth. But I appreciate you listening to me chat with you about my hunting experience growing up. And I hope that you've enjoyed it. So we will see you again in the future. Have a great rest of your day or end of your day. Thank you.